Well, welcome to How to Have a Better Prayer Time, part number two. And uh, in the first episode, we answered uh, part of this question. And the question uh, that students have been asking me is, how do I have a prayer time? How do I connect with God? And so I'm going to give you a few tips that I've learned over the years um, that have really helped me. And this this one has been huge for me. And so today, I'm going to give you, uh, in part two, I'm going to give you just one quick um, tip that's really helped me. Uh, I can't promise it'll be quick. Maybe it'll be quick. Uh, so here's what it is. Um, and let me, let me just figure out a way to describe it. I, so many times when we, when we come to our prayer time, what we do is we, well, especially students, they kind of crack open their Bible, find something to read, and then they read it. And that's their prayer time. That's their Bible reading time. Uh, and I would say that's a pretty, um, that's, that's kind of a recipe for disaster. I mean, you might have a few good days doing that. You might get lucky and read a scripture that your heart really connects with. Um, not that all scripture isn't amazing. Of course it is, but you might get lucky and something might jump out at you. You might get lucky and, you know, crack open your Bible and read something beneficial, but that's not a very methodical way to approach your own discipleship. Um, I would uh, so here's here's what I would say. Um, this is a really really great place to start. Just find find a chapter, find a book to study. Just find a book to study and start with that. Maybe it's the Psalms. Um, maybe it's uh, like we've just did a series out of Luke chapter five and six. Maybe you study along with Luke chapter five and chapter six with us along with this podcast. Maybe that's what you do. Um, but I would say find a place and study it and do, do not read the Bible alone. Okay. Um, and here's what I mean. Of course you, you, you read it alone because it's your own quiet time and you're not going to invite somebody else to read the Bible with you. But here's what I mean by that. Um, when you open it up, there's a lot of things in there that just at first glance, especially as, as a teenager who hasn't really studied like the, the ancient Middle East that Jesus was was living in, you, there's there's a lot of stuff in there that you don't quite understand, right? And so when you crack it open, you're not going to really be able to understand a lot of those scriptures unless you have a resource that's, that's there. And so there are study Bibles. Um, I would suggest starting there. Find a study Bible that you can open up the scriptures and read along the stu- the study notes along with the scriptures. So there are those, but there are also um, there's commentaries. There's great commentaries that um, you can open up your Bible and read along with. So one of the commentaries I, I read is the Bible Knowledge Commentary. Uh, it's a big giant. It looks like a big giant te- textbook, and it looks really scary. But really, it's it's great because you open it up, and it literally is every single verse in the Bible, and you can follow along with that, and it'll give you just little insights and really help you to understand what you're reading. So I would say that that's really important. So um, don't don't do it alone. Here's here's another thing that I've learned. Um, a lot of times, students when they approach their Bible reading, they try to read too much. Don't read that much, honestly. Like, you don't have to read three chapters. In fact, you don't even have to read a full chapter in a day. You've just got to read something that transforms your heart and makes you look like Jesus. That's all you got to do. Find find um, just just one section and study that. I mean, I've I've 
recently like taken one section of scripture and I've just studied that section over and over and over, literally until the page fell out of my Bible. That's I've studied one page, one section, that's it. And then I studied it so much, the page fell out of my Bible. Do that. Um, you don't have to move on to, to more scriptures until you really feel like this scripture that you're reading, that you're studying is changing your heart. So don't feel like you have to read everything or read through the entire Bible. You don't. You don't. You, the reason you're reading through the Bible is not to get through it. You're reading through the Bible so it can get into you, so that it can change you, not so that you you can just get through it. Um, so I think that's really important. Here's Here's the last, and this is the, I would say this has been, the biggest thing for me, and I think this this will be a really big thing for you. Have your home base scriptures. Have scriptures that you really connect with, that every single day as you pray, you go back to. Uh, I have Psalm chapter 1, Psalm chapter 23, Psalm chapter 97, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 6 through 7. Those are my home base scriptures. And what those are for me is those are scriptures that I have fully memorized. And because I have them fully memorized, I can pray them wherever I go at any time of any day. And those are my home-based scriptures. And you know what? If I get into my Bible reading time and I can't find a scripture that I really connect with or uh, anything to study or read, what I do is I just go back to those home-based scriptures and I, 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 I pray through those. And those are really important. And here's how I would approach those. I would pray them. Um, so like Psalm chapter 23 goes, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Well, here's how you pray something like that. Lord Jesus, today, I thank you that you're my shepherd. God, you're the leader of my life. You lead my life. You guide my life. And I thank you today, Jesus, that I have nothing to worry about. Because as a sheep, I don't, I don't have to worry about my own life. The shepherd takes care of everything. God, you're here and you are protecting me from my enemies. You're showing me where food is. So Lord, today I don't have to live in anxiety. I can live under the protection of the shepherd. God, I thank you that I shall not want today. God, I have no need for anything because all of my needs are satisfied in my shepherd. You have everything that I need. So that would be a way that you would pray it right there, right? You take this, the words of the scripture and you expand on that. You pray into the idea of them and pray in faith, believing the words on the page. And as you do that, you'll see that your heart will start to begin to put faith in those words. And you'll see faith begin to rise up in you as you pray those words. So you got to pray the scriptures, and you've got to pray those home-based scriptures every day. And here's why, uh, so here's, here's why, and I would say start with Psalm 23. That's a good one to start with. Um, Dallas Willard says Psalm 23 is like one of the fullest representations that we have in the scriptures of life in the kingdom. And so it is a representation of what it means to be a Christian and to live with Jesus as your God every single day right? The Lord is your shepherd. He provides all of your needs. I shall not want. He makes you lie down in green pasture. He gives you rest, right? He, he helps you find food, nourishment, because we all are hungry on the inside. And he gives us food to eat, 
right? He leads us in righteousness. So God, thank you that you're leading me in righteousness every day, right? There's the, um, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. We don't have to have fear because we go through the valley of the shadow of death with the shepherd. Jesus is our shepherd. He's preparing a table before us in the presence of our enemies, which basically means our enemies can be surrounding us. But even in the midst of our enemies surrounding us, God is preparing a feast for us. And it's as if we don't even worry about the enemies that are there. God has this feast in the midst of that, right? And so, in in the verse goes on, so I won't go through it all, but but it's the fullest picture of life in the kingdom that we have. And so, as you pray that, what you're doing is you are you're putting faith into these words that give your soul faith in a picture of what it looks like to walk with Jesus every day. And so. Um, I, I used to feel really guilty because I wouldn't, you know, there would be some days where like I would just want to pray Psalm 23 because it did so much for my soul. And instead of studying other scriptures, I would just go straight to Psalm 23. And I used to feel guilty for that, but I don't, I don't do that anymore uh, because that scripture changes me and it helps me. And so many times I forget the real basic principles that are in Psalm 23. So have those home-based verses. And I would say this, um, number one, establish your base. Find out what your home base verses are. Find those verses that um, really that really help you. Find those verses that you really connect with. Find those verses that really remind you of who you are in Christ every day. Establish your base, number one. Number two, come back to your base every day. Come back to it every day. As you study, you study new scriptures, but then you come back to your base. And then the last thing, number three, is build your base. Build your base. Begin to build your repertoire. <laughs> it's a fancy word. Uh, begin to build those scriptures that, that you love and begin to build those scriptures that you actually have memorized. And as you build those scriptures, you'll find that your soul is growing and it's strengthening and all of a sudden, you become this powerhouse Christian because you've memorized all this scripture and you're standing on those scriptures. You're praying those scriptures every day and they're building your faith. So establish your base, come back to your base every day, and then build your base. And if you do that, I'm telling you, your walk with God will be so strong. It'll be so strong. So let me just review some of the points that I went over, not just today, but in the last episode. Um, one thing that I said was establish a rhythm. Don't just pray once a day, but pray throughout the day. Find prayer times throughout the day and establish a sense of God's presence all day. Uh, number two, the second thing that I said was um, watch your approach. Watch your approach to God. Make sure as you approach God, you're not approaching him in law, but you're approaching him by grace, that God's grace is embracing you. Uh, and then, and then, you know, what I just kind of covered today is, is, um, find a place, study it and, um, go through that scripture. Just find a place, start reading it and study it. I said, don't study alone. And then the, um, the last kind of principle that I shared with you is, is find your base of scriptures that you pray every day. I, I told you, establish your base, come back to your base every day and build your base. Pray pray those home-based scriptures every day. And I'm telling you, you'll see God move in your life in a big way. God bless you. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow.